بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعده brothers and sisters there's a basic principle which is that you get a salary for doing your duty but you get a medal for going over and above the call of duty <coughs> if you see any citation given uh, in the military for example for anyone who is given a medal uh, the citation the citation will always say this medal is being given to so and so for going over and above the call of duty the same principle applies to the issue of love because love is expressed by going over and above the call of duty for example your duty in a marriage is to love your spouse to take care of your spouse but if you say well you know i'm earning enough for my wife and children to uh, to live comfortably and um, so they are not they don't want for anything uh, there is bread and butter and jam on the table so so what if i forget my wife's birthday or so what if i forget our wedding anniversary right now i am not uh, proposing here or i am not uh, propagating Uh, birthdays or anniversaries i'm just giving you an example so you say well, i forgot so i forgot you know big deal so what am i am i not providing uh, am i not earning am i not providing uh, you know food clothing and shelter and what not uh, so i forgot a birthday so what big deal no it's not big deal it's it's actually a really a really very big deal because you know what will happen right um if you love somebody then you don't look at what is the basic minimum required that i should do right your love your commitment uh your definition as a person to be valued is based not on what you do as a basic minimum but on what you will do over and above that take for example somebody you employ you employ them for 8 hours take two employees both of them are employed the same same job same level everything one of them both of them come on time right both of them come on time uh one of them will come exactly on time he will take his lunch break for the duration that he is supposed to take so if it is half an hour 45 minutes exactly 45 minutes he will be out out at lunch and then he will leave the minute the clock uh hits the leaving time so it says say from example he's he's working from 8 to 5 then on 9 to 5 he is he comes in exactly at 9 o'clock he takes his lunch break exactly the same amount of time and he leaves exactly at 5 o'clock that right? not one minute more on the other hand there is other guy who does the same thing but when necessary he will come a bit early when necessary he may skip his lunch break because he has he has a meeting he has to meet a client or or there is a customer that he's serving so he will not break off and 
say sorry i you you have to wait i in my lunch time no he would see that customer through um in the evening some days when there is some work left or there is something else that is that needs to be done for the business he works overtime uh he doesn't even charge you for overtime he just does the work and he goes away now which of these two customers do you value the, which of these two employees do you value the more dumb question right i mean you know you know what i'm talking about now in islam for example what are the boundary conditions the basic minimum the boundary conditions now the reason i'm saying that is because for people who run for fatwas for everything say so what is the fatwa please understand one one very important thing and the important thing is the general principle in giving religious rulings which is fatwa which is the religious opinions actually not ruling because rulings are are ahkam are hukum uh, but the fatwa is actually an opinion so the basic ruling and opinion the fatwa and the hukum which the muftiyin which the uh, which the fuqaha the basic principle they operate on is to make it as easy as possible to to enter islam and to make it as difficult as possible to leave islam right to make it as easy as possible to enter and remain in islam and to make it as difficult as possible to leave islam so for example a person who leaves salah has committed kufr meaning that person has left islam rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said about salah al ahadu alladhi bainana wa bainahum as salah faman aradaha faqad kafara aw kama qala alayhi salatu wassalam he said the ahad the dividing line the differentiator between them and us meaning the non muslims and the muslims is the salah and the one who has left it has left islam has committed kufr now how did the fuqaha interpret this the way the majority of the fuqaha interpreted it is that by leaving salah a person must not only stop praying but a person must also state that a person must say i will no longer pray prayer is not for me salah doesn't matter salah is not for i will not do salah there somebody must make this statement if the person has not made that statement then imam abu hanifa and others majority of the scholars they have said that the person is committing a major sin the person must be punished for that major sin but that person has not left islam if that person dies we will still pray salatul janaza on this person he will be still buried or she will be still buried in a graveyard of the muslims the minority of the scholars have said for example imam ahmad said and the zahiri scholar they have said that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said the one who has left salah has committed kufr has left islam he did not say the one who has left 10 salah or salah for the whole life or salah for one year he said salah meaning if a person deliberately leaves even one salah that person is uh, deemed to have left islam now how do we as ordinary people treat these two rulings which are apparently very different one ruling is saying that to be deemed as having left islam not only should the person permanently stop praying but this person must also state that i will not pray the other ruling is the person does not have to permanently stop praying if he does not pray one salah this person is 
deemed to have left Islam, if he dies after that without praying the next salah, then this person, we will not pray janazah on him and this person will not be buried in the graveyard of the Muslims. Right? Some people even said this person must be uh, executed because he is a murtab. Now, how do you reconcile these two? The way you reconcile these two is, the second one, which is even leaving one salah is equivalent to kufr, equivalent to having left Islam. We use this as a way of warning ourselves, as being careful and we, and we say, no, I must not even leave one salah. But when it comes to looking at somebody else, you say if somebody has left one salah, what is, is that person a kafir? You say, no, no, he's not a kafir. This person is a Muslim. The person has not, not uh, didn't state that he will not pray in the future. This person has not left salah for all time. He's just left one salah. Therefore, what will you what will you do with that person? Will you kill him? Will you will you imprison him? Will you beat him? No. You will advise him. <clears throat> you will speak to him nicely. You will advise him. You will try to warn him. You will tell him, look, don't do this. It is bad for you, and so on and so on. Right now, this is the difference. So, having said that, will you take it? Will you take it easy and say, oh, it's okay. I pray. I pray. I don't pray. I don't pray. No, 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 no. You must pray, and for yourself, you hold yourself to this to this value. Say while value saying, even if I leave one salah. Then maybe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will throw me out of Islam. Because what, the way we look at it is that it's not a question of what the mufti says. It is a question of what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will decide. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not bound by any fatwa in his decision. So if I leave even one salah, and if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says this person has left Islam, then I've left Islam, I'm in Jahannam. We do not want to take that chance. So what do we do? <coughs> we say we will pray. We will pray every salah. If I miss a salah, then I will pray uh, that salah as khada. And I will never ever make any statement uh, to show or to uh, to imply that salah is not important. Right? So keep this in mind. All fatawa regarding every matter are always fatawa. All fatawa are things which define the boundaries. They are not things which indicate love. They are not things which indicate the upper limit. Because for the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for any love, there is no upper limit. Love is to do the most. Allah said, وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَشَدُّهُ Allah did not say the believers are those who love Allah. No. Allah said the believers are those who love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala intensely, completely, totally, more than anyone and anything else. أَشَدُّهُ This is the point. So therefore, keep this in mind, inshallah, more later.